May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable to you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. So I joined the Episcopal Church after my youngest child who was born. Uh, I attended church sporadically, and I can't say that I ever remembered witnessing the foot washing until I came to Trinity. And I will admit it made me a little bit uncomfortable. Um, Having somebody touch my feet, uh, no, no, no thanks. It was also much too much of a public display of devotion for somebody who had been hiding from God for a very long time. I sang in the choir when I first came to Trinity, and year after year I'd wash the foot washing, and I just did not get it. But one Monday, Thursday, a number of years ago, I realized that there wasn't anything to get or to understand. It was simply an act of love and of service. And I had seen it happen before in another time, and in another place. When I was in nursing school, I worked in the intensive care unit as a secretary for the nurses and the doctors in the unit. And one night, while it was very quiet, the lights were dimmed, and the only sounds were the various beeps and humming sounds of the equipment. I watched a nurse care for a patient in a coma, tenderly speaking to her in a soft voice, comforting her with words of reassurance and concern, and finally washing her with incredible dignity and with such obvious love and caring that I was moved to tears. I would go on to care for many people in that same intensive care unit, trying to be the nurse I saw that night, caring and compassionate, treating those that I cared for with dignity, and yes, with love. And sometimes I think I succeeded, sometimes not, and sometimes only God knew. And I was reminded of that moment of understanding when the dean sent me a video of Fred Rogers You all remember Fred Rogers, don't you, the Mr. Rogers show? Some people don't. But anyway, it was a a children's show that was on when my children were very small. Uh, And one of the characters on the show was a black policeman, and his name was Francois Clement. And in one of the episodes, and you have to understand that this was filmed 50 years ago, Mr. Rogers was soaking his feet in a plastic kiddie pool and invited Mr. Clement to join him. And when they were through soaking their feet, Mr. Rogers proceeded to tenderly dry Francois Clement's feet. You've got to remember that this was 50 years ago, and in many places, pools were still segregated. That behavior you just did not see. But what happened on that children's television show 50 years ago was a radical act of love and friendship. 
Fred Rogers on that children's television program was living out the gospel lesson that we heard here tonight. This night for us is holy. But for Jesus and his disciples, it was just an ordinary meal on an ordinary night. It was a meal shared in an upper room. They were quietly talking, sharing the events of the week when the evening shifts. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into the basin, and he began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel wrapped around him. That night, In that upper room, Jesus humbled himself, crawling on the floor at the feet of his disciples to serve, washing and drying their dusty, sore, and dirty feet, tenderly, gently, with great love, seeing each one of them for who they were, their strengths, their weaknesses. And through his actions, he demonstrated his love for each And every one of them, all the while knowing that Judas would betray him with a kiss, that Peter would deny him, and the others would scatter at the first sign of trouble. Do you know what I've done for you, Jesus asked after washing their feet? In that moment, In that moment, Jesus reversed every assumption that we might have about the rights and privileges of power, as well as the very nature of love. Jesus' example is much more life-changing than an humble act of washing feet. Jesus was restoring outcasts to the community. He was breaking down the dividing walls between those who are in and those who are out. Do we know what Jesus has done for us is still the question for today. Do we know? Do we understand? On this night, Jesus sets an example of humble service and love, not only for his disciples, but for all of us. He was showing them And he was showing us a radically different understanding of love. A love that is overflowing and spontaneous. A love which does not begin by deciding who is worthy, who is not worthy. It is simply loving others for their sakes. On the night, last night of Jesus' life, knowing that he was running out of time, And words were no longer enough. He showed them by his service what love looks like. For I've set you an example that you also should do as I have done to you. Very truly I tell you, 
Servants are not greater than their master, nor are the messengers greater than the one who sent them. By washing the feet of his betrayer and those who would deny him and those who would run away, Jesus was showing the disciples that this radical love is not limited to a select chosen few, those who are worthy and those who are not. By loving one another, we too will be known as his disciples. But we don't get to choose who is deserving of that love. We don't get to withhold our love due to someone's ethnicity or their gender or their religion or because we don't approve of their lifestyle. And tonight, in this space, we will wash each other's feet. Feeling the cool floor of the tile under our bare feet, allowing our feet to be held and to be bathed, and then in turn, washing someone else's feet, giving and receiving, willing to touch each other, and allowing ourselves to be touched, just as we are, dirty feet and all. Jesus knows how many times we have failed this Lent, failed our families, failed ourselves, those things done and left undone, the worries and fears that keep us up at night. Jesus knows all the ways we've abandoned our neighbors, all the ways we have abandoned God, but still he chooses to tie that towel around his waist, bend down, and carefully wash our feet knowing exactly who we are and loving us anyway. And maybe that's what this mutual foot washing is really all about. We wash each other's feet as a way of proclaiming that we know we will continue to make mistakes and mess things up. That none of us, not you, or me, or popes, priests, or bishops have mastered this life of loving God and our neighbor the way we are called to do. We know this, but we wash each other's feet anyway. We wash feet for the times we've been hurt. We wash feet for the times that we are the ones who cause the hurt. We wash feet knowing that we are called to love one another as we have been so loved. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You should also love one another. By this, everyone will know you are my disciples. Jesus has shown us what loving one another looks like. It's sharing bread and wine, washing the feet of the disciples, Peter and Judas, knowing exactly what was going to happen, and still Jesus washes their feet tenderly and compassionately. It's loving you and me and us and them exactly the same way, knowing that we will deny Jesus by our actions, and we will betray him, and we will abandon him. 
And God help us, we do it every single day. But at the end of the day, Jesus will be there at the table waiting for us, sharing the bread and the wine and washing our feet tenderly and with great love, dirty feet and all. Love one another. That's it. That's what we've been called to do, caring for each other in love. And sometimes we will succeed. Sometimes not. And sometimes only God will know. Amen.